You know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life. To starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Stork Show. Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you are joining me today because I've got a great topic for you. We're talking about how to take your knowledge and turn it into a book, or at least how I took my knowledge and turned it into a book. As you probably know from listening to this podcast, I recently published my first book called Own Your Career, Own Your Life, and uh, rebranded this podcast to be similar to the book all about not only helping you in your career, owning your life, and really getting the most out of life. And I was really excited to get this book out into the world and uh, share with so many people, be able to help so many people, as well as the companion journal I created. By the way, both of those are available on Amazon. And uh, But I didn't do all this on my own. I knew when I started out on this journey, I needed some help. So I hired a coach. I joined a course run by a woman named Honore Cordor. Uh, Honore has published over 50 books. She has coached dozens and dozens of people through the process of publishing their books. And uh, I am just so grateful that I had a chance to work with her, to learn from her. And she was very helpful to me throughout the process of not only getting the book written, but especially figuring out how do I get it up, uh, you know, make it a quality book, get it up on Amazon, uh, get people to read it and review it and uh, make it a successful launch. And uh, so I didn't want to keep all that knowledge to myself. I wanted to share with some of you in case you've been thinking about writing a book or you're just wondering, how did I write and publish this book? We're going to share all of that with you today. I recorded a live interview with Honoré Cordor. And I'm going to share that with you now. Before I do, I just want to let you know that uh, information about the book is at ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. We have opportunities to buy signed copies of the book or the journal, as well as bulk copies, as well as some free resources there, including the three questions that I always ask when challenges come up, my daily morning routine and my morning affirmations, if you want to get started with those, among other things. We're adding some other resources all the time. So just go to ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. And now without further ado, here is my interview with Honoré Cordor all about publishing a book. Welcome to the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. I am recording live today with my good friend and mentor, Honoré Cordor, who is a strategic book coach and author of over 50 books, including You Must Write a Book. Honoré, welcome to the show. Welcome you to the being an author. What? <laughs> this is so cool. Like you're crushing it. You're, you've been an author for what, 12 minutes and you're... Uh-oh, uh, you're kind of breaking up there. Sorry, you. Uh, what did you say? You've been an author for 12 minutes and then you broke up. I said you've been an author for 12 minutes and I'm so excited for you. You're already crushing it. You're already doing so great. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank so much to your teaching. So, um, you know, to give a glimpse for audience joining either live or listening later, we're recording this the day after the launch of my book, Own Your Career, yeah. Own Your Life. And uh, the book, I feel like the launch has gone really well. And that is due to the fact that I took your course, Honoré, on how to self-publish all, all attributable to me, not, not to uh, your hard work. Right. I mean, well, really. I, you know, you can let me, let me finish and I'll, I will no, give myself some credit too. No, you, you teach, you, you share so many best practices. You have all the knowledge on how 
to make a book successful. But then of course, uh, as with any coach or teacher, you can only teach so much and then people have to take action. I'm just taking action on everything that you teach yeah. and uh, putting it into practice and seeing how it's paying off. As as you and I recorded this, the book on your on your life is uh, I don't know a number one new release or something on Amazon. It has 63 reviews, 64 reviews, and and counting, okay. um, and seems to be a lot of buzz around it. And I feel really good about the launch because of everything we've done and all your advice. Well, you're you're a star student. You're you were very good. You took a lot of notes. You paid very close attention, and most importantly, you did the work. Right? You took the yeah. recipe that was provided, and you've really put it into practice. And I hear this a lot when I, you know, when I do what you say, it it works out. And yeah, you know, I I do my best to give to give good advice. And there's that old saying, right? The older I get, the more you hear these old sayings, like lead a horse to water. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink, right? That's a real, yeah. that's a real thing is, is yeah. I can give the best advice. And you as a coach and a, and a trainer and, and a speaker can give the best advice to people, but it's on them to move forward. So you get all the credit. I just, I just, you know, I'm Betty Crocker. I gave you the recipe, right? You <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You still have to go make it. And I'm not a very yeah, good. You still gotta make it. Yeah, you're um, doing it. A fantastic job. This is relevant and and you know works for anything. And I talk about this in my book that you know if right. you want to go out and do something new, you want to go achieve a big goal. First of all, it's important to go learn. Don't try to reinvent the wheel or do it yourself. Invest in a course or a book or listen to a podcast like this and learn as much as you can about it. Yeah. And then you've got to be an action taker. You got to have a bias for action. You got to go out okay. and try stuff and take action and, and then pivot and adjust and and learn from your mistakes and, and keep getting better. And that's what I keep trying to do with this and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I love that bias for action. That's really, that's really fantastic. I always say it's, it now is the best time. When, when would you like to do it? Well, now is always the best time to do something. It's the best time to do something or it's the best time to put it on the calendar. So you know when it's going to get done. Yeah. Now is good. Now is a good time. Now is good. Now is a great time. Let's do it right now. So let's back it up. Um, Honore, you have uh, published over 50 books. You've coached tons and tons of people uh, through their book launches. Uh, you've helped me immensely. Um, there are other people out there who would be interested in writing a book or thinking about this process. And by the way, if you are joining live and you have any questions for Honore or for me, um, feel free to jump those into the chat. Um, let's just go back. Like when you're thinking about buying a book for people who are buying a book, if you're thinking about buying a book, go buy it. Well, you're thinking That's about right. If you're thinking about buying a book, there's one that Andy has right now. That That's you right. Just go, <laughs> just go on to Amazon. Go buy Andy's book right now. Um, but if you're thinking about buying any book, by the way, that might help you, just buy it. Stop hesitating about the $13 um, or $15, $17 yeah, and just sure. buy the book because it, it is going to help you. Um, but if you're thinking about writing a book for people sure. that are out there thinking, I've thought about writing a book. Um, I just don't know where to start or what to do. What, what's the what's the first thing people should be doing? Like, where do you start when you're thinking about writing a book? Because you've got this idea in your head. Sure. So if you think you should write a book, you should probably write a book. Um, I say you must write a book. That's the title right. of my book. And I, I, I carefully chose that because I, I know what's on the other side, all of the wonderful uh, attributes and, and bonuses that come from being an author. If you are thinking of writing a book, um, the First thing to consider, the very first thing. So, you know, there are lots of first things, Andy, right, that we talk about. But the very first thing is to think about where the book would fit into your business and how you would be using it um, to help yourself and your business. And then the second thing is, how would it help the person who reads it? And we're going to say that that would be an ideal client for you, that you could use it to generate uh, leads for your business. You could use it to raise your profile as an expert in your field, as the authority. 
So really be thinking about where the book is going to fit into your business and how you would use it as you would use any other tool to grow your business, to move your brand and your business forward. And that's really the very first the very first place to start when you've got that blank sheet of paper, get really clear about how it fits in and what you would use it for before you just start thinking, oh, I've got a title or I'm gonna start writing things down because you're a little misdirected at that point if you haven't taken some time to get really clear about right. where the book fits in. Yeah, um, and it's funny, it reminds me that when I was um, starting to write this book and I was thinking, well, this will allow me to get on more stages as a speaker. Uh, and then as I was writing the book, a global pandemic hit and people, the company stopped having, you know, in-person meetings, but that's okay. So many other great ideas and things have come from it. Um, you talk about, uh, making sure, you know, thinking about where this fits in with your business. What if you don't run a business? What if you are a career professional, you know, you're going to be working for other companies for most of your career. Um, but still you have idea, an idea for a great book. You have a lot of experience and wisdom. You feel like you can help other people. Uh, how do you think about it that way? It's the same principle. Where does the book fit into you as the business? So it's if it's not Andy Storch limited with um, just you, right? Then you are Andy Storch Inc., a division of Johnson & Johnson, right? right. A, a division of the law firm that you are a part of, of it, right? So you have to think about your career and this is, you know, your bailiwick, of course, but you have to think about your career. You are your career. No matter what it is you do for a living, you are this microcosm, perhaps of a macrocosm, um, if you are not the macrocosm. So then you have to think about how are you going to position yourself as the person that people go to? And think of it this way. There are attorneys, perhaps, that are the attorney to hire for something. So if you want to have an M&A transaction or you want to get a divorce, um, whatever it is that you're doing, there is always that person that's recommended. And generally speaking, they are a part of a greater uh, law firm, right? They're a lawyer that's a part of a law firm, but they are that person that's the go-to person. How do they get that reputation? And it could be because they have done lots of great work. It also could be because they've given presentations, they have had books, they've had papers published, those sorts of things. And so it's all part of that. How are you branding yourself as the person that someone needs to go to to hire when they have the problem that you can solve, when they have the opportunity that you can help them to capitalize on without pain and suffering, without delays, without extra expenditures, without um, any bumps in the road? Yeah, it all fits into that personal brand and reputation that I talk about in the book on your career and your life too, that, you know, you are building a personal brand, you have a brand and a reputation, Correct. whether you think about it or not. And a book could be a huge boon to that reputation. And when you go to try to get the promotion, try to get more client work, try to get a different job later on, um, yeah. you're up against other people for the same VP job and okay. you have a book showcasing your expertise and the others don't that's a huge differentiator right there yes yes it is and it's the it it's the differentiator that makes all the difference <laughs> and right. without right. it um with it you have all sorts of doors that open your book can go places you will never travel mm. and it will connect you with people you would never otherwise meet, allow you to talk to people you could never talk to. I'm having conversations with people all the time that otherwise I would probably never have the, the opportunity to talk to because of the work that I do with books 
and because of my books. And it's such a blessing in so many different ways. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say your book will go places that you could never travel because as we sit here in this, you know, sort of still in the (laughs) pandemic, uh, we can't travel anywhere. (laughs) It's right. It's been a day since my book launch. And I looked this morning, my book has already been sold in the UK, in Germany, in India, in Australia. And I can't go to any of those places right now, but my book is there. Right. That's right. Right. And it's opening those doors for you. You are now in those countries. Yeah. And, you know, just wait till there's a foreign translation. Right. And then it's even different. It's in even another level too, because then people are reading your work, but translated into their market. Mm, Right. That'd be cool. Yeah, I can't wait to have my book translated into Australian. So instead of hello, it says good day, mate. Good day, mate. <laughs> okay. So yeah. we, we've <laughs> hopefully we said that correctly. Oh dear. Oh gosh. We're going to be banned from Australia, and we haven't even done anything yet. By the way, shout out to my friends. I've got a great um, little network down in Australia, especially in the Brisbane area. Leanne Ooh. Hughes and um, and Steph and Liz and like so many friends down there who were posting and sharing about the book and leaving nice. reviews, which I really Love appreciate. That. Uh, hope to get back down there one day to visit. Um, okay, but let's get back to the book process. So we, we sure. know we've got the idea and we know yeah. how it's going to fit in with our business, our career. And, and that kind of gives us the why, the purpose for why we're writing this book. How do we sit down and make that happen? Because it's still a very daunting process, or at least it was for me when I first started. And I asked you, well, how long is a typical business book? And sure. other- Lots of people and they said, oh, 40 to 60,000 words, about 50,000 words. And I thought, yeah. 50,000 words, lots of words. I've never written a blog, I've never written a book. Like, right. I don't know how to do that. So, how do you how do you approach that? How do you generally recommend people approach that? So there are a few questions to ask yourself um, before then you sit down and write the outline. So I'll run through the questions really quick and then we can talk about creating an outline. But the questions start with um, what do you want the book to do for you? right? Which is what you initially started with, with that blank page, right? Where does it fit into your business? And then what do you want it to do for you? Do you want it to generate new clients? Do you want it to generate speaking engagements? Do you want to make an income from book royalties? All of the above, none of the above, other things, write all those down. And then write um, down the answer to the question, what do you want the reader to do from reading your book? So Andy, what do you want people to do from reading Own Your Career, Own Your Life? Yeah, well, uh, number one, anyway. I want people. Uh, number one, I want people to take action on the the lessons and own their careers, own their lives, and improve and and find a more fulfilling, happier career. Um, and number two, you know, more selfishly, right? I want companies to hire me to bring me in to do yeah. consulting work, to run learning programs for them, to hire me to speak, um, and to, to help me grow my business and make a bigger impact. So, what do you want readers to not do? Then, what the second question then is: What do you want readers to not do? I want everyone to write a book and I want everyone to not write a bad book, right? So those are the answers mm-hmm. to my two questions. I want everyone to to feel empowered to write a book, a good book that fulfills their vision for the book. And I want people to fail to write a bad book that doesn't do what your book is doing, right? There are lots of people that just go write a book and publish a book and they don't have all that all that forethought that you put into your book. Yeah. So then the book doesn't perform, it doesn't sell, nobody reads it and they're like, why well, could it just watch Netflix instead? Hashtag right. Tiger King, right? So what do you want people to not do? You know what I want people not to do? I don't want people to read my book and check a box and think, oh, I read that book, so I know how to own my career now oh, and, wow. and not realize okay. that it takes a lot of work and that bias for action, just like we talked about with taking the course and then you have to take all the action. Um, I don't want people to read it and think, well, I've read this 
I've got this now, I'm fine. Like there's a lot of work and practice and growth that goes into it. I want them to take a lot of notes, write a lot of things down. Um, and it just reminds me, I've got, I've, I've received just overwhelmingly positive feedback from so many people, but yeah. you know, I've told you, I got a couple somewhat negative reviews. And one of them was from a person who said, well, I've, I read your book. I've already been doing this my whole life. Um, and I don't really like my job or my life. And they were kind of complaining about all the people along the way. And I thought, you're not doing any of the things that like you're not doing the things I suggested. You exactly. were the, you were not paying attention to what I said. Yes. Right. Um, so you want people to pay attention to your advice and actually put it into practice. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So then the next question is, what do you want the right or ultimate reader to do? And I'll answer for both of us, which is we want the right people to say, you are my person. I want you to help me. Right. I don't want to figure it out on my own. I right. know every what for all the stuff you can put into a book, there's a lot of other stuff that didn't go into the book. And I want to know all the other things. <laughs> I want to know all this stuff. Right. And that's where that bigger relationship, the better, deeper relationship can be started is when someone reads the your book and they think, wow, we do need Andy to come and stand on our stage. We do need Andy to work with our people, right? In in one way or another. And that's that that last question. So what do you want the reader to do? Um, what do you want the reader to not do? And what do you want the right reader to do? Not that there's a wrong reader, but there's going to be the, those readers who read the book and say, forget it. I'm just going to pick up the phone and call or send an email. I want to engage at a higher, deeper level. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. So then we just talk about the outline and the outline begins with and ends with the questions that people are already asking you. Right. What is what are your clients and, and audience members, customers? What are they already asking you? What's the advice that you're giving all the time and putting that in an order? And I'm really shorthanding it for the for purposes of time. But it's what are the things people are already asking you? I get the questions like, well, how long does it take to write a book as, as Yvonne is asking? Right. And, and if you're writing a 50,000 word book, if you can write 500 words a day, you're going to have a book manuscript in about 100 days. So that's how long it's going to take you. It takes as long as it takes you, but with intention and purpose and clarity, having a clear outline, having a clear why, having a clear what, and also having a clear when, um, you can be a little more clear when you set sail than just, well, we're going to go around the world. We're going to see how it goes. <laughs> we're right, going to exactly. write a book and we're going to see how it goes. I don't know how long it's going to take you with some direction and yep. a plan and intention and purpose. You'll be able to produce your book on a time frame. And, and know when it's going to be finished, right? Just like you did. I knew I was going to, I knew I was going to launch my book on November the 14th and, yeah. and, and November the 16th. And here you are. That's right. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was, I remember you, you told me when I said, well, 50,000 words seems like a lot. How am I ever going to write that? And you said, well, that's 500 words a day for a hundred days. You can, yeah. you can write 500 words. That's I think right. you even said, you probably write emails that are longer than 500 words. I I like, really? <laughs> Yes. You know that? Okay. Yes. Yes. Most people do. Most people write a lot more than they think. But when you think of a book, doesn't it feel like? Oh, it feels like a huge. Yeah. It's, I'm I mean, right. It's fifty thousand words. This. Yeah. But there it is. How many words did it end up being? Do you remember? Uh, I think it's close to sixty thousand. A little okay. bit less, like fifty-seven or something. I have to go back and look. Um, yeah, and a lot probably hit the cutting room floor. Yeah, right? I ended up. So, and to answer Yvonne. Uh, Yvonne Robinson Jackson asked a question, how long did it take you to write your book? Um, it took me about three and a half months. So I started writing on January 1st. Uh, I, my goal was to uh, establish a habit where I wrote 500 words a day, seven days a week. And um, I pretty much stuck to that for three and a half months. There were like probably three or four days I missed. 
There were some days I wrote 200 words, some days I wrote 1500 words. And uh, at the end, I got to 65,000 words and I went back and calculated that my average writing per day, seven days a week was 531 words per day or something like that um, to get me there. So it was really about establishing that habit. Um, and then of course there are, there's editing after that we can talk about. And I did cut um, quite a bit. I cut a whole chapter, it was hard to do, but it was the right move um, and some other things. Um, but it was really about that habit every morning, usually between six and 7 a.m. You and I on are both early morning yes. early risers who like to get a lot of stuff done As early. As one would do. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, before the kids get up, uh, because that's the other thing people make excuse why well, I have kids, I have job, I have all this stuff. Like you get to choose how you spend your time. And if you really want to get it done, find an hour a day or 40 minutes a day or whatever it is. Maybe it's 20 minutes a day that you write okay. and maybe it takes you 200 days but you get it done, right? And you just have that habit. Yep. Yeah. So I, I really like the consistency is so important, um, but you also talked about having the outline, setting a, a plan and then working backwards from there. How long do you want to take? Um, I wanted to get mine done pretty quickly. I wanted to get it done inside a year. I'm a big, um, you know, I'm big on having big goals and going after them. I set big goals on January 1st and I recite them every day. And one of my goals was I will write and publish a book in 2020. So I'm happy to say that I got that done. And now you need a new mantra, new affirmation for in the morning because you crushed that and you still have six weeks left in the year. I know, I know. I got to figure out what I'm going to do with the last six weeks. I do have to change that. I think I'm going to keep it for a few more days and just be proud of myself that that I yeah. did it. Um, yeah. Then I am going to shift that and start thinking about my goals for 2021 and you know what do I want to yeah. do with this and all of that. Yeah. And, and speaking yeah. of that, um, you know, we, 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 decided what we wanted to write about, how it fits in with our business. We sit down and we write the book. Um, so many people write a book and they even figure out how to publish it. Um, by the way, there's there's all that stuff, right? There's editing. You got I hired a, an editor, Terry Stafford, did a great job. Interior yep. designer or formatter to format the book and put it in the yep. right format. Yep. Cover designer yep. to um, create a great cover for thing. you. Shout out to yep. my cover designer, Vanessa. She did a great job bringing to life exactly what I wanted with this cover. Um, and there's a great, great quote on the back. I by know, the, from, the quote on the back um, is <laughs> um, And many endorsements inside. I got tons of those. That was a lot of work as well. So a lot of little things that you got to do leading up to publishing the book. But then I think, and you have more experience with this than me, but a lot of people um, put all that effort into writing a book and they publish it and then nobody gets it except for their family because they don't really tell many people about it, right? There's so much effort that goes into marketing as well. So sure. yeah. uh, how do you how do you approach that and, and tell people to think about marketing their book? Um, a few marketing principles for writing a book. The marketing starts the minute you start writing the book, mm. who you tell and who you don't tell about the book. Um, it's getting really clear who you're writing the book to because there is no book for everyone. Um, so you have to think about um, not just what the book is going to do for you and what you want the book to do for the people who read it, but then connecting the dots. How do I find those readers? And considering the fact that your book is not an avocado, right? A self-published book uh, particularly has a very long shelf life. So thinking about who is the book for, and then how do you get the book in front of those people? Are you using the book to earn money from royalties or are you using the book to 
develop new business. And if you're developing new business, then there are methods for getting your books in front of people using the relationships that you have, utilizing the relationships that you have with people who serve those clients. So for example, I have a couple of books on divorce and the majority of my readers come because I've developed relationships with divorce attorneys. So they buy my books or I gift them with the books and they provide the books to their clients to help their clients, um, even with therapists. So it's a very small uh, part of my overall business, um, but it is a way to get my uh, readership up for those particular books. That makes sense. So yeah. for you, um, you are, you could work with career coaches, right? Even as, even as you're thinking, how am I going to get my book in front of other people? It's like, well, who are the people who serve the people that are my readers? And that is one mechanism, uh, for marketing your book. There are so many, um, different things you can do. It starts with the optimization of the book. How are you connecting with the reader? Do you have bonuses that go with the book? That's a marketing, uh, idea that you can use. Um, I leave all of my books on airplanes when I travel and in Starbucks, that's an idea for marketing. You can ask thought leaders and people that you know to talk about your book. Um, once your book is out, I may have posted a little something on LinkedIn for you yesterday um, yeah. to share it with my, mar with my uh, platform. So lots of things that go into marketing a book and it really comes down to what's the outcome that you have for the book and how do you connect your book to readers and understanding that your book is not an avocado. It's not good for just two hours on Thursday, right? You know, the avocados, right? It's like, you gotta eat it. Or once it goes bad, you gotta throw it away. Yeah. It really is one of those uh, things where if the, if the information is good and it's timeless, then you will be able to market your book forever and to think about marketing as a long-term practice. It's just like a relationship. You get into a relationship for a long time. You have the long, tale in mind and your book is the same you can always be talking about your book and always be sharing about your book and always sharing your book with people forever yeah one thing i'll add to that that you kind of touched on is the importance of building relationships with people with allies with um influential people with just friends who want to help you and support you i've yeah. been doing that really for years and you know yesterday when we did the book launch um, people said to me, I've been seeing your book everywhere. Yeah. And probably, yeah. you know, you said you posted about it on LinkedIn. Yeah. I had many, many friends who posted about it and I didn't really ask any of them to do that. It's because I, it's a, you know, kind of a testament to what I talk about in my book about networking, that you go out and build relationships with people, give value to them, be a good friend, then they want to support you. And I was getting that and seeing that. And it was really powerful and really overwhelming to see all that, which is really cool. So important to have those allies, um, especially yeah. other authors who have a following and people respect their opinions on books, right? Like you, yeah. Rachel yeah. Richards, you know, who posted yeah. about so many yeah. others. Yeah. Uh, like, well, if this author likes it, then uh, right. Right. You know, Kent, Kent Sanders, our, our mutual friend posted wow. all, all three, all of his platforms. And he said something, he's a writer and a ghostwriter. Um, yeah. Said something like, you know, you, you always want to support a friend with their book just to support them, even if it's not very good. But I was really surprised that Andy's book was really, really good. So we are like, so surprised your book was good. I mean, I we're just like that. Wow, it actually ended up I, good. I can't believe you actually, I'm surprised too, quite frankly. No. Um, I don't you meant it like that. It was more, you know, we're like, hey, I'd support a, I'd support him as a friend anyway, but man, this book is really good. You need to go yeah. check it out. That was yeah. really cool That's to awesome. see another author.
And that is a testament to you listening to the advice um, that you probably got long before me, which is build long-term relationships, mutually yeah. beneficial win-win relationships. My daughter and I were just having a conversation this morning about friends. Mm. And I said, a friend is not someone who reaches out to you when they need something. A friend mm. is someone who reaches out to you just to say hello and see how you're doing. Yeah. They say hello. And so my pet peeve is when someone reaches out to me and they're like, hey, I have a book coming out. You want to like, you know, talk about it for me? And I'm like, but I don't know you. I don't know your book. I don't have time to read your book. Yeah. Right. You're not in that category. But right. you really took that advice to heart and really then applied those principles, which is important to having a book yeah. and a book that's successful. Your book is successful now today and tomorrow and in the weeks and months to come because of the relationships you've been building for the long past term, right? So it's like all this, this is this is the fruit of the labor. This is your harvest time for the work that you have done for years. I mean, you and I've known each other for a few years. We've developed a relationship over a few years. We've met in person um, and you, you took my course and, and we have a friendship outside of this too, which I think is obvious. Um, we have a mentor relationship, we have a coach relationship, we have a friend relationship. Right. And so all of those things led to, I had a, a, an incredibly busy day yesterday as everyone on the planet did. Mm. And it was like in my mind, text Andy about his book, yeah. congratulate him on his launch, share about his book because right. of this relationship that's been building over the long tail. And that's really important, you know, for those of, and we'll answer these questions that we have in the, in the yeah. chat. Yeah. Um, but it's really important that as you're thinking about writing a book, you think about who do I need to develop relationships with on a deeper level from an authentic perspective so that when it comes time for me to launch my book, I won't have to ask people to do it. You never asked me to do anything. You haven't asked me to talk about your book at all, no. right? It was all my own, it was all inner motivated because right. that's what you do for someone with whom you have a relationship. And I think people miss that and then they, go, oh gosh, I need to get some eyes on my book. Let me just reach out to an influencer. Yeah. And they missed that previous year or two years while they were even working on their book to just be a follower of that person, to read and review their books and to talk about their books and to yeah. give first, right? It's give, 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 ask. Yeah. Yeah. And it starts, grab, right hook, right? Yeah. And it starts with um, making sure that you're always giving to other people. Uh, you know, karma, right? Whether you believe in it or not. Um, I am very quick to um, write reviews for if I have friends that come out with books or podcasts, I jump in and, and read or listen and write a review for them. Um, I'm always trying to support friends um, because I want that support back with no expectations, but I want that support back. So that's really important. Um, let's do a couple of these questions before we wrap yeah. things up. So um, Yvonne, uh, who we mentioned earlier, uh, yeah. asked, did you get a mentor? So I'll just comment on that quickly. Uh, and yes, Yvonne, you can. <laughs> Her right here. Um, her name is Andre Corner. Uh, and really, have I have many mentors, and yeah, very yeah. lucky that I built a network that in, includes a lot of authors. Um, so Andre, I, I specifically took her course and see her as my number one book mentor throughout this process. But um, my good friend Vincent Pugliese has a book called Freelance to Freedom. I talk to him all the time. Um, Rachel Richards, who Andre is a, is a student of or mentee of yours as well, has yeah. two really successful best-selling yeah. books, Money, Honey, and Passive Income, Aggressive Retirement. I text and call her all the time with questions, and she always jumps in and helps me and posts about the book. Um, she's she's awesome. a great mentor through the book. Hi, Rachel, in case you're watching. Yeah, Rachel, I saw Rachel <laughs> commented on our Facebook feed earlier, so I know she was watching a little bit. Um, and many others, you know, check in with. So it's, it's important to find people who have done it before 
and uh, you can build a relationship with them, maybe be able to ask them. Um, we also got a question from Sergio Booth, I hope I'm saying that right, who said, how did you get published? What's the process and cost? Uh, so we're talking about self-publishing and yeah. I know a lot of that can vary, but you wanna just comment on that, Henri? Yeah, so I look at the top line of about 7,000. You should be able to um, write the book if you are the writer of the book. So this doesn't include if you use a ghostwriter, um, the, the hard costs of, of publishing a book, self-publishing a book include just a few things, editing and proofreading. So those are two different people. You get a one editing pass for that price. Um, a proofreading pass, you get the cover design, the interior design, the copywriting for the book, the sales copy, the back cover copy, those are all the same thing. And then you'll need an ISBN uh, for each version of the book. So ebook, paperback, hardcover, so possibly three ISBNs, at least two, and a barcode for each of the physical products. And all of that, I would budget around 7,000 for that. And you can come in under that number, depending upon who does those services for you. But I will caution you not to cut corners or to try to, to save money there, because all of those are really important to having the long-term success of your book. Yeah, and it also, uh, I would add too, like depends on how much work you wanna do, right? Because there's a lot of hybrid publishers out there who will kind of, um, you can Correct. pay them a fee, and they'll, they'll coordinate and do a lot of this for you. So I just talked yeah. to a couple uh, last week who um, did a nice job publishing their book. They went with one of those publishers and I asked yes. them how much they spent and they said they spent 30 grand. Um, <laughs> for me, I, um, you know, my, my, I think my cost, my direct cost is going to come out to about 5,000 or so um, for this book. I, I did cut corners a couple of places. I found a couple of cheaper contractors did a great job. I did hired some really, I hired a great editor, you know, Terry Stafford and paid his full price. Um, yep. so it could definitely vary, be a little bit more, a little bit less, but that also the trade-off of that is I spent a lot more time coordinating all those things. If you pay more to work with a Correct. And I offer that too. I offer a full service. Right. I so, offer yeah, you can pay more to save different time. levels for sure. If it, and I had talked to a guy yesterday, he said one client is between 150 and 200,000. So he said, I have a budget for this because yeah. I know that it's going to be several million dollars of income for me. So just, you know, send me your contract and let's get started. I need to be an author as soon as possible. So in as little as six months for as little as 40, right, with the optimization pieces. And that's what those hybrid uh, book publishers don't provide is optimization. And you know all about optimization, so Andy, now. So you probably want to talk about that a little bit. But yes, you can do it yourself for around 7,000 plus you know, any courses that you might take or anything like that, right? Or you can go up to yeah. um, 125 or 150,000 and have a full-size book that's completely done for you and all you have to do is look pretty. So. Technically, <laughs> you could probably do the whole thing all yourself for like $100, right? You do the design and the editing yourself and just put it up there. I'm no. just saying, it would be no. terrible. No, be terrible. yes, you, you can, but you would always regret that decision. Yeah because the book will not do all of the things that we talked about right. for a writer, a proofreader, a graphic designer, an interior designer, and you write copy, then you need a barcode and an ISBN. And that would cost you a couple hundred bucks. Um, and you can publish it for free on Amazon. But I see that done all the time and it yeah. just doesn't. Um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, do it. Won't go anywhere it right. you want to go for sure. Save, save your, save your pennies and do it right. At least a few thousand dollars to make That's it right. Right. 
It might take a minute. Sergio had also said, I hadn't thought of myself as an author or writer. I feel inspired. Um, yes, an outline is definitely where you want to start. And I hadn't thought of myself as a writer or an author now. People keep telling me and congratulating me, saying, congratulations, you're an author yeah. now. It hasn't really sunk in yet, so it's taken me a little time. Yeah. Um, but I will call myself an author, which I'm pretty excited about. Let me get to a couple more of these comments before we wrap up. Uh, Yvonne said, agreed, relationships are important. Even on LinkedIn, there are people who never even like anything you have to say. And then they start adding you to their group or asking for favors, even though they never try to build relationships with you. Yeah, there's tons of people out there like that. And you just got to kind of shake your head. SMH, as they say, yeah. shake your head, yeah. right? And just kind of move on. And you yeah. know the people who are there to support you and you should be there to support them, right? That's, that's, that's what right. this is all about. Um, she also said, I'm going to add Honoré and follow her on LinkedIn. Totally a good idea, by the way, on Instagram as well. Uh, and then Greg Mitchell said, Andy, you've mentioned early readers. Are these your friends and contacts? How does someone become an early reader? Ah, good question. You want to comment on that first, Honoré? Yes. So the so the early readers, we call the advanced reader team and the advanced reader team just very basically, um, and this is probably some of the best advice of this conversation, mm -hmm. is to that should consist of only your ideal reader which would be your client or your customer, whoever you're trying to get your book in front of to expand your brand and expand your business and no one else. Yeah. And so how does someone become an early reader? You wait for an author to ask for early readers or advanced readers for their team. And if you fit into that category, then you could become an, an early reader for them for sure. Yeah. So for me, I figured out my target niche was really corporate professionals who wanted to improve and take ownership of their careers. Um, I put a call out to my email list uh, and asked people, you know, who would like to sign up? You're going to get a free early copy of my book. And in return, all I ask is that you uh, leave an honest review. You give me feedback and leave and give an honest review on Amazon. Uh, and I also put it out on LinkedIn as well. Uh, this was a few weeks back. And uh, I got a, a lot of people that signed up and then I asked them to invite their friends who also met that the specifications um, who I was looking for, so anyone any retirees or really entrepreneurs, even though I am one, um, more corporate professionals. And we ended up having a few hundred people sign up, which was really cool. Uh, and then I gave them a digital copy of the book and um, asked them to read it, give me their feedback and post an honest review. And I got some great feedback from people. Um, there were people, uh, a few people who went through that book with a fine tooth comb and found typos that, again, I had hired a professional editor who did a great wow. job and a good editor will, I'm learning, probably find 90 to 95% of the things and make them better, but can't catch everything, which is why you also need a proofreader. And I had people that found all these little typos and I was able to fix all of them before the launch and thank them um, for everything they did, which was really awesome. And then I get feedback, um, things that I can improve for the future. And then many of them were excited and jumped on board and started leaving reviews as soon as we launched the book, which was really cool. Yes. Um, I actually had someone send me a typo from You Must Write a Book. It's been in the book for four years. No one's noticed wow. it. Someone actually sent me and I went and looked. I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That can't be in there. there. This book has to be error free at this point in the term. Spelled the entire. Oh. I want to say that I've sold more than fifty thousand copies of that book. Sold fifty thousand and given away probably that many, right, digitally at wow. this point because it's available for free on my website. And not one person until yesterday had sent me an email and said, "This book, this title, this uh, word is misspelled." And I went, "All right, right. well." 
I just say that, you know, if we were as, as tenacious as some of these typos, we would be really successful. Yeah. <laughs> they just do not give up. I've, I've read that book three times. And I didn't find that typo. Okay. A couple more. Uh, Yvonne said, it's good to have a budget. Thanks. Uh, Awal said things can and will change uh, more on that in a moment, but until they do, it's nice to know where you're going. Yeah. And things are changing all the time. Right about that in the book. We got to be ready for that. Okay. Uh, Sergio said, thank you. And uh, Susie uh, Ranroop, who is a mindset coach and speaker, said, hi, both. Hi, I had great feedback from early readers. It helped me cut stuff that didn't make a positive difference. Yeah, that's great. You get that feedback that can be hard in the moment sometimes, but it absolutely helps you improve the book. Um, Honore, we got to wrap things up here. Uh, yeah. We are running out of time. Any final bit of advice for anybody out there who's thinking, I man, you know, this sounds really cool. It sounds exciting. It's cool to see what Andy did. I yeah. would really like to write a book too. Yeah. So there's this excited part where you're thinking, I would like to write a book. This is really cool. And you can see the euphoria that is carrying Andy through the day uh, right now. And you will hit that middle part where you're like, am I ever going to do it? And is it worth it? And should I stick to it and actually write and publish a book? And answer all the questions and do all the things, my answer is absolutely 100%. When Mark Victor Hansen gave me the same advice and you would know him as the co-creator of Chicken Soup, um, he said, "You everybody's a coach and a speaker, you must write a book. And I took his advice and there was, there were, you know, I didn't have a mentor. Um, there was nobody that I could really look to back then because self-publishing was not a thing. Self-publishing was a thing that losers did. <laughs> so I kind of went through the process myself a bunch of times before I really got it right. But that first initial book that I wrote enabled me to do all the things that we talk about, talked about and we didn't touch on some, which is like charge more for what you offer. So you charge more for coaching, more for speaking, more for courses, yeah. all of those things. It, it broadened my profile, broadened my personal and professional brand, all of those things. And so it really is worth it to take this initial enthusiasm. Now is a really good time of year to start thinking about your 2021 goals. Your mantra for 2021 could be Andy's mantra for 2020. And yeah. we're just going to sit back and watch what happens with your career next year, Andy. And that's what could happen in 2021 for you. And 2022 and beyond, you will then be the author, the authority, the expert, and you will look back on this defining moment, this decision that you make to write and publish and market your book as one of those pivotal moments that really will set the trajectory for your future success. And I highly recommend it. Love it. Love it. All right. Thank you, Honore. Uh, of course, your book that I read that got me into this idea of writing a book is called You Must Write a Book. It's available on Amazon and everywhere. Uh, Honore's website is honorecorridor.com. And you can follow her on LinkedIn and Instagram. Anything else you'd add to that, Honore? Um, no, I just hope that if you decide to write a book, you'll memorialize that decision by sending a message to me and Andy and uh, let us help you through the process. That's right. Accountability. Declare it. Send us a message. Connect on LinkedIn. Let us know, hey, I'm going to write a book in 2021 uh, and I can't wait to, to get it. So thank you, Honore. And for those uh, watching, listening, uh, if you want to find out more about my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, get yourself a copy. It's available on Amazon. We also have a website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com where you can get free bonus resources. You can join our Facebook group and you can also buy signed copies and bulk uh, orders uh, if you want more than one copy of Own Your Career, Own Your Life. So ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. Honore, thank you so much for joining me. This is awesome, so fun. And thank you okay. for helping me become a published author. I'm so glad you did. Congratulations again.
the best is yet to come. It's still gonna, it's still getting better from here. Yes, I'm excited. All right, thank you.